a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Wednesday footy talk, Gordon Tallis and Dobbo with you. We're going to unpack all things. Jack White and found guilty from biting. And Gordy, the teams are in. Teams are in. Uh, is there going to be an upset? Who are we leaning to? The ins, the outs and the kangaroo. The Prime Minister's 13 and also uh, we'll talk about Jackson Hastings and how he fits into this Newcastle side moving forward. This is footy talk on a Wednesday. Gordon Tallis and Dobbo, let's get into it. Good morning and welcome to Wednesday's Footy Talk, a listener podcast. It's Gordon Tallis and Dobbo with you on a Wednesday. Raging Bull, happy Wednesday as we march towards week two of the semifinals. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, another weekend. We sort of thought that, you know, it was all going to pan out last weekend and a couple of cracking games and then I think this weekend shaping up to be exactly the same. Two really good games. I'm going to get to that. Can I talk about last night and the Jack White in suspension? He was found guilty. He'll miss three games surviving, which means he'll miss the season opener in Vegas. Gordon, when I initially saw it on the field, I I, I thought straight away, oh, he's in trouble. He should have been sent off. But I changed my opinion considerably after watching your demonstration on (laughs) footy talk and then, no, I'm being genuine here because... well, because I realised There was an arm in the mouth. There's no two ways about it. But Gamble Gamble put his arm in his mouth. Jack White, if there's teeth in it, I get it. Of course there's going to be teeth in it, right? So, so like, and let's take that. There's going to be teeth in it because there was an armbar. They call it, so they call it an armbar, a bit like, you know, in the UFC. It's something that, it's a submission hold that when you get them on the ground, yeah, you put pressure on their thing. And then I showed guys that if I put my hand in my mouth and I'm standing there and he tries to turn his hand and I don't even close my mouth, there's going to be teeth marks. That's all I was showing, right? Yep. And then did Jack White and biting? Maybe 70% saying that he didn't, 30 not. But this is my point, right? If you have a guy that accuses you of that and he doesn't come to the judiciary and, and then have his say, I think you get off. Those allegations are pretty powerful, aren't they? So in our game, there's probably still eye gouging and biting, two that are frowned upon the most. And he said, oh, no, 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 I don't want to do it. So it's It'd be like me, right? So just put it in the normal street term. Oh, mate, that bloke tried to break in and the coppers come say, mate, what's your statement? Oh, no, no, no. No, I don't want to do anything about it. I just said that that bloke tried to break in. So then, yeah. so then the coppers have to piece together all the puzzles. So poor Jack's there sitting there and Tyson Gamble, did you put your hand above his neck? Yeah. Did you squeeze with what sort of pressure? There was none of those questions asked. So Jack had to sit there and try to – fight it himself, and did he bite? Yes. Is the charge right? Probably yes. See, I've, but, got, I've got a real issue with this, okay? I've got a real issue with the charge, and I'll tell you why I've got an issue with the charge. Tyson Gamble made a complaint on the field. He went to Ashley Klein, he made a complaint. But then yep. then he says, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to testify. I'm not even writing a statement because what happens on the field stays on the field. So I've got a real issue with that. that, that he knew he was that- the one. He, he knew was that when he went that, there that it wasn't going to stay on the field. That's exactly what I'm saying. So, I'll well, say that. The NRL should have absolutely forced him to turn up to the judiciary. 
Because well, look, and there's finals. So like, there's certain things on that, right? So, so I'll go into bat with him, late, right? It's the biggest game of his career, right? Who would have thought that he's going to be? And next year with Cogger coming, this might be, you know, his last hurrah in a Knights jersey, right? So let's just go down that path. Semi-final, the biggest game for the Knights in the last ten years or so, right? It's a yeah. massive game for him, and they've got to go to New Zealand. But there's Zoom, right? Yeah. You know, like then there's a lot of technology these days. There's a statement, you know, that he can do a video at training. I believe this, 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 this happened. This is my case. This is what I do. He needs to be asked these three questions or what. There's an NRL delegate that drives down there or or talks to him over a Zoom if it's too late at night and he's got a team dinner or whatever. So there's so many, th- so many other avenues to get him to say something, but is it fair? It's fair on what Kevin Proctor got. It's fair on um, what happened in the ladies' game as well. So I think it's a fair charge. But I'm still not, and then I'll say 100% convinced that Jack Whiten bit him. I agree with that. I agree. I don't think it could he be 90%. Either. It could be 80. I, I, I think I, I think it, it doesn't look great. But three weeks, <sighs> I, I, I just think it's too much. I, I, and some people well, no, will say if he did bite him, it's probably. It's not enough, but that's yeah, but probably why know. he only got three. They don't know, so they're giving him three weeks. And, and that's my point. And that's yeah. my point. So should Jack feel unlucky? No, because of the circumstances on which it happened. But I just think that there should be a better process that if you come up with those allegations and then I just want – and I love the panel. I sat there with Paul Crawley. He goes, I did what you said. And, it, and then when you put pressure on it, the mark stays there longer. Stays there when longer. When you bite, it sort of pinches the skin and it goes away. It just yep. it looks red, but when you but when you put pressure, it looks like that you actually really sink your teeth in. So yeah. I'm not saying that that, but that would be my defence, and I would challenge, you know, the ex player and the referee. Can you please just do this to yourself, and put some pressure on your own arm, and see whether that bite mark is still there. See whether it's, you know, the same as what Gamble walked up to the referee with, and that's, and that would be my only defence. But I think yep. that Tyson Gamble has to answer some question if the allegations are that strong. I agree. Can we talk about the teams of the semi-final weekend? Yes. Let's talk about Storm and Roosters. I'm going to start with the Storm. Justin Ollum comes back in and Remus Smith. Yep. Both have been in good form. Both are very, very good footballers. Justin Ollum, he's been wonderful. Do you believe the Storm can bounce back? Because yeah, to me, to me, I don't think they could have played any worse you still have a side that has we're not showing Brisbane enough. It. We're not showing Brisbane enough respect here. Yeah. No one's showing them respect. They didn't show them respect before the game. 13 to hoodoo and then and they're not showing showing them respect. Brisbane were outstanding. They defended yep. like their hearts and their lives depended on it, right? And they were brilliant. The storm got caught off guard. I think they believed, do you know what? The storm believed in the hoodoo. Right? Well, Seriously. Right? So, like, if you're going to play the mind games, the Storms believe that the hoodoo was real and they were going to walk through this side. And I'm going, this is not the same Brisbane side for the last 13 years. So, to stop Harry Grant and Munster the way they did to stop their forwards, I reckon the Broncos, it was a real point that they wanted to make to Melbourne that we're not going to get pushed around. We're not the same side that we were, you know, four, five, six years ago. So, and Melbourne, will they improve? Well, they have to. And yeah. bringing back in Olam and Remus Smith, obviously they're going to be on the left. You saw Katoni Stags beat a couple of 
flimsy defenders. You saw Reese Walsh sort of sneak through there. I think Jordan Ricky might have scored. So there was three tries. There's 18 points just on the left-hand side. Well, you see Olam coming up against Walker and that, and Kiri. He's going to wedge in so hard. Yeah. And they don't have the Manus and those real skillful players that they pass to. So, mate, whoever's going to catch the ball coming off him, he's going to, like, this is his chance to get back. He's been in reserve grade, you know, he fell out of form. But we all yep. know Justin Ollum at his best. His nickname's Fear. They've got a very good side, <laughs> Melbourne. No, you didn't team, and, and, his nickname's Fear. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is because, mate, if you run him, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't go near him. Like, just looking at the side here at the moment as we speak, any team with uh, a team with Jerome Hughes, Cameron Munster, Munster Justin Ollum, then you've got Harry Grant, Christian Walsh. Yeah, you've got a very good Nelson's side. Off of Solomon. Yeah. I mean, there's Nelson, enough talent there, right? Um, yeah. They got. You know, I think the challenge for Melbourne Storm is don't get beaten in the middle the way they did last Friday night. Yeah. And then the Roosters, they're down on troops, but Victor Radley was outstanding. It was the leadership. He didn't have to get up and push and shove. So the Roosters, so I think the Roosters are limping in, but they've been good enough to get the job done, right? They're certainly nowhere near their best, but they've been good enough to get the job done. Uh, How much petrol's left in the tank? They've had to fight really hard just to make the finals. And Melbourne Storm, well, they got there with ease. They finished in the top four again. And their week one game was not Melbourne Storm-like. Yeah. At the moment early on, the Roosters have lost Billy Smith, Joseph Manu and Joseph Swali. Are you giving them any chance? Yeah, of course you give them chance. They still got Tedesco. They got Kiri that's won a grand final. They got Brandon Smith that's won a grand final. Lindsay Collins, an origin player. Sam they got Wolf Lindsay Collins. They got Victor yeah. Radley. So, mate, they've got enough talent there, right? Haven't they? And they've got Song that everybody is singing yeah. about. Sia Wong, yeah. Sia um, Wong that everybody's Sia singing Wong. about. Angus Crichton. Yeah, you're Crichton. right. I mean, Mate, they've got know. enough talent. Don't, don't, don't let that fool you, mate. The, mate, the Roosters had a roster at the beginning of the year that equaled it anybody in the competition, right? So they – I know you can't lose players of the Manu and think that you're going to be the same side, but they still have enough talent to get the job done, without a doubt. Yeah. You would think, all things being equal, Melbourne at home, third versus seventh, they're really close to the favourites. I think Melbourne win that one. I, to me, they win that game. You know, I, I would like to think so. The oh, next you just game. Think, you know, I mean, like you just like when it's that, you just got to go for the home team. There's sort of something about Melbourne down in Melbourne. It's the hottest ticket, right? Yep. You just think they're going to be too good. No, I agree with that. I agree 100. percent The can I change New my Ze- tip to Roosters then? <laughs> New Zealand Warriors take on New Zealand I knew I'd Warriors get you take. Laughing. No, and New you Zealand didn't even Warriors call me an idiot. They normally Knights. call me an idiot. I know well, I haven't done my job if you haven't called me an idiot. You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> Oh God. Do you know, Johnson back do you know that the I get Warriors? paid 10 bucks from my mates every time you call me an idiot? Yeah, that's I eat good. for free. I eat for free for you. <laughs> well, the shoe fits, fool. Let's have Don't a look change at, it to fool. I only get paid if you call me an idiot. Let's have a look at the Warriors taking on the Knights. Special, unbelievable, once in a lifetime, all those words to be at Newcastle last Sunday, um, yeah. oh. adjectives. It was just a, a, a phenomenal day. And mm. from the crowd, can I just talk quickly about Newcastle fans? The depth of that Newcastle chant from the heart, the noise, like it was deep. And I, and I can't explain it. And I tried to explain it to my wife, Gordy. It was something I haven't heard. And Newcastle. I've been at plenty of grounds where the Broncos, 
but that Newcastle, it makes hair stand up. What I will say is... It must be the, the word, right? It must come yeah. deep from your diaphragm where yeah. you say, cowboys, it can come from your throat. Yeah. Broncos comes from your throat. But when you say yeah. Newcastle, like, and the way yeah. they do it, there's yeah. a lot of depth in the way. And then, you know, I've played there. Like, I've played when they've been humming. I played against Joey and all those sides at one grand finals. I played... And the chant would go up, but I I sort of remember it like when they needed it or like the game was close. I remember just before halftime, I remember it 20 minutes, 25 minutes in. It started 25 seconds in. Oh, my God. It started 25 seconds in. So I reckon the crowd did get them home because it kept them in the game in the first half when they were a bit oh. deer in headlights because they all hadn't played finals before. You know, like Cal and Ponga's grand final or last final was for the Cowboys and I think he come on on the wing. You know, yep. and played as an outside back. So, so, and then that's the leader. So, hopefully, they got the experience that you have to come out of the blocks and leave nothing in the tank. And if you run out of petrol late in the game, so be it. But you can't conserve your energy in a final. I think that's what the Knights try to do. They they weren't ready for the Raiders, but they still got the job done. They scored twenty six unanswered points in the second half, and they've won ten in a row. And they just didn't know how to lose that game. I don't think they beat, get beaten either by the Warriors. And I'll tell don't you, you why. why. I'll tell you why. Give me some. Yes, Jackson Hastings is out. Yep. Tick for you, Dobbo. I actually think they're a better side with Adam Clune in that team. And I think they should have gone with him last week. I'll tell you what, Jackson Hastings is a phenomenal footballer. But we all know with Syndesmosis that takes time. He no, wanted to get no, back. It's called Syndesmosis. Syndesmosis. Because when so, I played, it was a sprained ankle. Yeah, okay, but he, we, he wanted to get back quickly. It was innocuous, the knock. It was just a little tap. It wasn't even there. So clearly he wasn't on good legs. Adam Clune the last three weeks has been outstanding for him. He played against South Sydney. He was he's he not overplaying his hand. And what he did do was give Kalen more room and early ball, whereas Jackson Hastings is a ball player. So he was obviously taking the ball to the line. I think, and I'm just saying this, at the moment, this side – plays better with Adam Clune in it at the moment than what it has with Jackson Hastings over the last month. I don't think they lose it as much as everybody's saying with Jackson out of the side due to injury. Yes, he's in the top 17, Jackson, every time yeah. he's fit, but he's not fit. Well, he's let's break not. it down. It's up to their forwards just to roll forward. The Safidis and Thompson, Leo Thompson and those guys come off the back fence, get some. they got those great two back rolls that run those great lines right on the edge. Like they've been absolutely outstanding and pretty much, you know, it's like the Chicago Bulls. Just give the ball to Michael and get out of the road. So it's basically get Kale and Ponga into some sort of field position, you know, and that's and then that's pretty much what it is. So I think Clune has been really good with that. I think um, Clune will, won't overplay his hand. He'll just do his job. He'll link. He'll be the conduit between you know the Fords and Crossland and Kalen, and that's all they yep. need. That's that's pretty much all they need to do. And I don't think they that he will overplay his hand. Because I was talking sure. to Sam before and yeah. that's what myself and Sam come up with, that it's a bit like the Chicago Bulls, but it's sort of washed over your head. <laughs> I think it's washed over my head. Yeah, well, because you're not a basketball fan, you know. I know a little bit about basketball. No, uh, Tamari not. Martin and Sean Johnson back in the half. Sean Johnson's such a huge thing. The only thing I'll say is the Waz ha have taken on the world. No, 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 no. They're Warriors. You don't like the Waz. I told like you that. that the other day. Yeah, I know. Right? You like the Warriors. Sorry, is New Zealand it, Warriors. Is it the Cows Zealand or Warriors? Cowboys? They're Warriors. If someone the goes, Warriors? oh, here come the Waz or here come the Warriors. Yeah, okay. 
the Warriors have a very strong side, and let's not take anything away from what that team is. They have been outstanding all year. They look very, very strong, and and the Mitch Barnett, Jackson Ford, Nirakora, Toto Harris, like very good for Aiden Fenua Blake, very good side, yeah. very, very good side. This game to me is going to be the the the, the best game of the two. I, I can't wait to watch this because. Whoever goes through will take on Brisbane the following week. Both sides are very evenly matched. The Warriors get to have a home semi-final at home, which for the game is fantastic, just like Newcastle had one last week. The heartlands where we're going to is growing the game in the process. That's what I like about it more than anything. Tickets sold out in 30 minutes. They're a totally different side over there. Every time you go over and play, the drums beat. They get right into it. They've packed out stadiums when it's been pouring rain. Miserable conditions right in the middle of winter. So there's no doubt that, you know, with the Rugby World Cup played over in France and played at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, this will be probably the most watched New Zealand Warriors game ever over there. So the pressure's on them, I think. I know they call it a blackout in Rugby Union, but it'll be close to that. But there's no pressure on the Knights. So to go in there, get your bickies and come home. Sean Johnson, he plays no matter what. They're talking that, you know, there might be like a little bit iffy, but I think the way he has transformed his game this year into playing the long game, he could play in a dinner suit. Before he used to he used to have a running game now, just his passing and his kicking yep. game. I think he could go out there and do that without a doubt. Who are you tipping, Gordon? I'm going to go the Warriors. Warriors at home. You've heard it here first. Well, We're well, going to well, take a break. Well, you've got to go to the home side. Hey, 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 how dare you? You asked me my tip. You've got to yeah. go home. Okay. Well, that's good. You've got to go to the home teams, right? I disagree with you. I disagree with you. I think you've got I still haven't got my my paycheck for when you disagreed with me when the Raiders played in the grand final and the Broncos and the Cowboys too. <laughs> We're going to go down that road, are we? Well, you know a, what I've done? Hey, listen, hey, listen, it's a rocky road for you and that's not chocolate. <laughs> Do you know what? I would like to say this to you now, and and I do get annoyed, but I'm just going to say this now. Do you think that you've just got to being on the number one TV show by chance? You can thank a lot of your success to me to put you in that space over the course of t- yep. 12 years. 12 years of working with you, I've made you the performer that you are. That I agree. Got. So you, don't, you should write that off. In fact, you should be paying me. Not, I agree. Not me I you. could not agree with you more because when I work with you, it's like if I ever went back to play reserve grade, I shone. So when you play with people like yourself, they think that I'm talented. You are 100% correct. Anybody that ever so works you with you is going to be better. You should be thanking me. Anybody, <laughs> anybody that ever is on your radio show is always better than you. That's amazing that you come up, mate. Do you know what? It's the first time I've ever heard you give yourself a compliment, right? Because when I go back to play reserve grade, to get a bit of confidence like today, Wednesday, because of 360. So I just come back, get in reserve grade, get a bit of confidence for when I'm sitting with Braith and Hoops and the like, right? So this is the first time that you've been on playing out. So you're coming off the bench, you know, having like these little touches and thinking that you're Arthur Beetson, right? Just remember, you're cannon fodder. Good point, though, Ben. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, we're going to take it backfired, didn't it? Big boy. Big time. Um, <laughs> You idiot. <laughs> you You're idiot. The idiot. This is Footy Talk <laughs> on a Wednesday. Gordon, tell us a dobo. I'll break and back with more.
Welcome back to Footy Talk on a Wednesday. Now, the ticket mm. giveaway to celebrate the NRL finals, Footy Talk is giving away a platinum double pass to the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final on the 1st of October. How good would that be? Now, you need to click on the link in the episode description to use today's code word. Today's code word, kangaroos. Now, listen to Footy Talk on Listener, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, every single day until September 27 to get a new code word and enter as many times as you like. Today's word is kangaroos. Gordy, if you could take anyone to the grand final, question without notice, anyone right now, who would it be? My dad. He passed away, but it was my favourite grand final. He's the guy that drove me around with mum to go. He's the guy that uh, I tried to play like when I was home. I heard so many stories. We went to just out of the blue when the Cowboys made their first grand final. It was against... The West Tigers, just the yep. sea of orange. They had those big foam cowboy hats. That's what the fans used to wear back then. It was yep. over. I reckon the Cowboys had, seriously, 3,000 fans in the whole thing. It was just orange and black. Uh, probably one of my favourite grand finals. We went down to the Fortune of War at the Rocks and did a little pub crawl and got out to the game. And uh, Unfortunately, the Cowboys lost being a North Queenslander, but that's probably someone that I'd like to sit and have a beer and watch another game of footy with. Legend that he was. Well said. Who, now, okay, you know, so no, no. Who would you like to go with? Oh, uh, it's not my dad, and I say that because I don't have a relationship with him. But I know this sounds really soft. I've gone and watched games with my son, so my son, yeah. that's great. That's Probably, a- I'd like to go if I ever. If I ever went, I hope I never ever have to get to watch a game <laughs> grand final in the stands because it means I haven't got a job. Uh, no, you probably will this week after the job Reedy did on the sideline last week. So you realise we're trying to white out you as we speak. We got James Hooper's on television, Reedy's on television. Yeah, I mean Triple M. They need a bigger, bigger profile on the bench. That's what we're talking about. Are you right? Are you, are, are you right? Are you Just imagine if I said I'd do the sideline. <laughs> That would be in trouble. <laughs> no, mate. Do you know what? Oh, do you know what? Do you know? Do you know? I know it sounds funny, but they're the games that I love watching, right? I think yeah. I work all year. Yeah, yeah, I know. To get to enjoy the crown. Yeah, and we enjoyed Hoops and I, and we're just deviating. I'd go with my wife, but Hoops and I got to sit. Oh, so and like, watch. so like, you brush your dad, you brush your son, and you're going with your wife, which is cool. Well, I never, I've never been to the football with my wife, and, I, and she's the one that's bloody supported me through yeah. this. Like, So I'd like to – There you, you go. Well, there, mate, wasn't that hard of an answer. Don't get cranky no. about it. Teams now have a 10 days to negotiate with a player if another club tables an offer to that player. Now, the incumbent club, say, won't be told the length or how much the deal is worth, but they are able to negotiate – over 10 days. Are we happy how the NRL deal deals are getting done these days? So let's use Gordon Tallis as an example. You're off contract at the Brisbane Broncos. Yep. The North Queensland Cowboys come and table a five-year deal, yep. right, in writing, worth 500000 Let's just say that use just for five years, 500000 They can come back and say, right, Brisbane, we have an offer from another club. They have the 10 NRL. Days. So basically, these yeah, the are NRL all getting say, tabled to the yeah, NRL. Yes. And then yep. the NRL go to the Brisbane. You have 10 days to negotiate with that player. I love if it. If not, you like it? Do you know why? It why? just hit me. It's taken the managers out from lying. Yep. Yep. So it's taken, oh, mate, this club. So basically, if it goes to the NRL, right, there's not, oh, this is what they offered you or whatever, because you know, from 
players that have gone to clubs and then the blokes going, oh, mate, I offered you that and they didn't get told. I think players would like it because they're going to get the true deal, right? Yep. yep. I think clubs would like it because that's the deal that they've offered. The only people that aren't going to like it, and I think the players would like it. There's only one group of people that ain't going to like that, Dobbo. Who do you reckon? Yeah, probably the managers because they can't negotiate up. Well, they can. Well, they can't. Well, and then they can't string it out, put it in the paper and do all that. So that's what, do you know what? I love it. I love it because you know who that's sticking up for in the game? That's sticking up for the fans because, you know, you see it, it gets drawn out and then that bloke keeps on getting and it could be BS, right? It could be BS yep. just to put pressure on Brisbane with the pain ass or whatever, right? So No, no, take that. To put pressure on Brisbane or Bulldogs or Parramatta or all those clubs, you know, that's happening now, that goes away. So the fans just get to know, oh, yeah, we've offered him that. We've got 10 days to sit in hope. It doesn't just keep on getting drawn out. I actually like it. I really yep. do like it. Yeah, well, you, I mate, think you can that, make a decision up in ten days. Yeah, we're yeah not, I agree, mate. I agree, mate. I agree. We're not going from being a plumber to whatever. Like we're doing the same job. You either say yes or no, mate. You got ten days, and basically what you're looking at is the dollar signs. And in Sydney, whether you want to drive that far to that place, and if you're in Queensland, well, you might have to move. You're right. Teams I to like play it. PNG in Port Moresby on the 23rd of September. The Prime Minister's uh, 13 is done. Josh Adokar, Daly Cherry Evans, vice-captain, Ruben Cotter, Tom Dearden, Tino. Hold on, hold on. Who, who's vice-captain? You said Josh Adokar, Daly Cherry Evans, vice-captain. Yeah, Daly Cherry Evans is vice-captain. Who's captain? Um, Cameron Murray is captain. I, I was going to wow. get to him. Yes. Are you serious? Cameron Murray is captain of the Prime Minister's 13. Tino, and vice, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And vice-captain is who? Daly Cherry Evans. Wow. Ben Hunt, Nico Hines, uh, Carm Pereira, Zach Lomax, Cameron McInnes, Cameron Murray, Captain, Reese Robson, Tyrell Sloan, Hammerside, Tabuai Fado, Murray Tualungi, Jake Travojevic, Cody Walker and Hudson Young. Jesus, It's a strong side, right? It's a, be- mate, a, like it's a strong side. side on all those. When you say fringe, those, those top 30 players that can fall in and out of, you know, Australia and state of origin. And there's nothing against Cam Murray. So all the people listening to this, I just thought that if Tedesco's in there, Tedesco captains because he's yeah. the New South Wales captain. Ch- Cherry Evans, you're the Queensland captain. You captain that. That's yeah. just the way it's happened. Queensland and New South Wales, there's your captain. If the other bloke's not there, you know, you would yeah. think that he would slot into that. Yeah, well, Tedesco's not there, obviously, because of what's going on. So then, you, so then I was just shocked that, Cherry Evans wasn't named captain. captain. That's all. Well, he's the vice captain, and Cam Murray's a real leader. Anyway, they're just Absolutely. doing that, obviously. It's not his so, leadership. I'm just, I'm, you know. Yeah, you just are who you are. That's it from us here. Have a great day. Wednesday, you'll be on the desk at uh, 360, NRL 360. We're back this weekend. Uh, Sunday, Simbin will be back at the end of the week. Gordon, tell us. Thanks so much for being with us. Dobbo, it is what it is.